Here's Jimmy Butler. This was after the game on Saturday. Which game was this? This was the uh, Hornets. Yeah, the Charlotte game. So they had lost Friday. It was Milwaukee, right? Blown out. Giannis only played for a couple of minutes, but um, they they were underdogs whether Giannis was going to play or not. And then uh, and then they lose Saturday. So they've lost four in a row now. And here is Jimmy Butler. This is post game in the locker room. He's tired of losing. It's the media scrum around him. Starts with uh, Jason Jackson. We lost. It don't matter what quarter it was in, man. We lost. I'm tired of losing. Ah. Understood. But was there anything specific that you noticed about the way you guys came out? We just, um, we're not getting no stops, man. We're not getting no stops. Shots not going in. And then it's all downhill from there. Because it's a loss, do you find any solace in the fact that you're able to push back when you're down 22 and make it a game, even though you can't get over the hump and get the double? We lost. I don't care if we was down 30 or we lose by 30 or lose by one. Um, we lost, and I don't, I don't, I don't think anybody in here wants to lose. But uh, we got to figure this out <laughs> very, very quickly. I know it's only been two games, but how have you kind of seen Kevin Love fit into the starting lineup? What does he bring to that group? Um, rebounding. Um, he shoots the ball well. He's a great playmaker as well. Um, and he's a, he's a basketball player. He's comfortable in whatever position you put him in, whether it be on the block, in the corner, at the top of the key, in the pick and roll. Um, we're only going to get better with him out there on the floor as we get used to playing with him and he gets used to playing with us. Looking at big picture, are you surprised where you guys are at right now? Just look at the standings. Is even no, I'm not. Yeah, he's uh, he he he's he's at his wits' end. As you know, obviously Heat Nation. I'm sure Spo and Riley, but Jimmy Butler is the leader of this team, and he's at his wits' end. You could hear that. You could hear that in his voice after the game. Yeah, and like you said, Hawk, it's his team, and he's the emotional leader. There's some athletic scorers that aren't the leader you're the best player and the leader on a team that's 0-4 over 4 you should feel bad about yourself and find a way to correct it which I know Jimmy will what's gonna happen Solana here's what happened um and look Jimmy Butler has been playing really well and all these losses I mean you could go back to that Brooklyn game and maybe he wasn't as engaged but in these last two games if you were looking for a constant right something to say okay we can go away and feel good about this. It's been Jimmy Butler. Like, he's starting to get into that playoff Jimmy gear. Max Struess, Victor Oladipo, and Duncan Robinson combine for zero points, 0 of 9 shooting. This team is not good enough. Crowder, you say it all the time, right? Like, Jimmy can't go drop 71. And I'll, I'll concede there. Like, he can't. He, that, that's not his game. But even when he's playing at his best and Bam is playing at his best, and Tyler is giving you a 30-point performance like the other night, you can't have donuts the rest of the way from the guys that you were hoping would grow and be better players this year. Max Drews, Victor Oladipo, Kayla Martin, and Gabe Vincent. Like Two of those four guys have to give you points. Ten points off the bench the other night, and four of them were from Cody Zeller, the other six from Kayla Martin. I mean, that that's inexcusable at this point in the season truthfully it's inexcusable and that's why the Heat lost to the one of the worst teams in the NBA they have a below 500 record to the bottom five teams in the Eastern Conference wow really I, I mean yeah they're four and seven I think Barry Jackson had wow. tweeted it out I mean it I, I the three-point shooting we can talk about it all we want 
and and Jimmy and Bam keep playing well. Tyler's been up and down, and now Kevin Love. Like what you got from him the other night, I mean that's gold. Thirteen and thirteen plus a, I think he had five assists. Like if you could get that from Kevin Love, that's huge. But he was never going to be a guy that's going to come in and ch- turn your season around. Bottom line, if their supporting cast isn't supporting, they've got no hope to improve their their standing right now, which is seventh. Atlanta's winning games. You play them now twice at the end of the week. Like they've got to start winning games because even if they win in the playoff, uh, the playing rounds, right? You know what's awaiting you. Boston or Milwaukee, they're not beating Boston or Milwaukee. They're just not. And, and, and you know what's crazy for you to say that, Solana? I'm thinking back to the to the Shaq, the Shaq and Wade championship years where Eddie House was having big games. And then, you know, the Shane Battiers would step up at times with LeBron in them. We don't have LeBron and Wade, and our ancillary pieces aren't playing very well. That's why you go 0-4, because our top guys, what's Jimmy, mid-teens, if you drink him? Yeah. So our best guy is 16, and we can't have backups to play well? We're not going to win many games. There was a uh, question to Ira Winderman in the Sun Sentinel about Victor Oladipo says Victor Oladipo is not and never will be a point guard. He should not be a primary ball handler, period. Too slow and poor decision-making, given that he cannot make shots. Unfortunately, he no longer is NBA-level offensively. I suppose he might play as a defensive stopper, but that effectively makes the Heat a four-on-five offense with him in the game. When Lowry comes back, Oladipo should be out of the rotation. And Ira Winderman says Victor Oladipo has not been very good of late or even for most of the season, and he's been taking the wrong shots. While the Heat need to launch three-pointers, it does not mean that he has to be the one launching. But it's not as if any of the Heat's reserve wings have been lighting it up, which makes it all the more curious why they didn't address that element on the buyout market. Maybe it's not too late for a move to Will Barton. As for Oladipo, he has a $9.5 million option for next season, which the Heat could wind up being saddled with after initial thinking that he would walk for something more significant in terms of cash and years. What an unbelievable change of events it is for Victor Oladipo in the Heat, where you're like, okay, he looks good. You're going to end up losing him because he's going to get a big, decent deal for multiple years. And now you might actually get saddled with a $10 million contract with him not playing where you thought he'd be playing right now. It's pretty wild. Yeah. And that knee, that knee is going to be a problem. He's I'm not, I'm not, I'm not wishing this. I think I'm just saying it because I believe this is going to happen. That knee's not getting where it was nowhere close to where it was when he was a all-star, no arguments yeah. leading, leading um, what Indiana in points and all. I just, he just doesn't look the same. He doesn't look like the same person out on the court. He doesn't need to be, but you're right. And and this injury now is an ankle injury, so it's another lower body injury. Um, there was a stretch where Victor Oladipo was playing really good basketball, and the Heat were at its best. And you saw it, right? Their supporting cast, including Vic, were playing really well. And right now, all his shots, which is what I was alluding to, they're like pull-up jumpers contested late in the shot clock. He's lost that gear where he could get into the paint. He's not even trying to get there right now. That's not what you want Victor Oladipo to do, which is just jacking up jumpers. Yeah. And and you're, you're seeing it. Like, 05 versus the Hornets? 
That's bad. That's really bad. So he he lost the gear. Kyle Lowry lost the gear. Duncan Robinson blew out his clutch. He can't even get the car moving. And Struess, bro, we have nothing coming off the bench. No, I Kevin think what, Love. What, what's Kevin hurt, Love and Cody Zeller. What's hurt Cody, them? Hey, Cody dropped four for me the other night. <laughs> Hey, don't even make fun of Cody Zeller. I mean, he's literally – him and Jimmy Butler have been the two most consistent players over the last two games. I know that sounds oh crazy. God, I know. That? that sounds ridiculous. I know, but it's the don't truth. Don't you laugh at Cody. Don't you laugh at crazy Cody. I told you that's my guy. You did say it when they signed him. Doesn't he use so much energy to do nothing? That's why I love him. <laughs> he's all over the court. Man. Oh, my goodness. He is down in a stance. You can't miss the him. Side. That's my new favorite player. He's got my hair. Yeah, <laughs> I am such a fan of Cody Zeller. Like, I thought I was going to be a bigger fan of Kevin Love. Cody Zeller is my guy. He has your hair and he's 24. Goodness gracious. I but think- he, the, the, see, the advantage he has over me is he's very tall. So mm. no one gets to see it. The television camera happens to be over him. So, But when he's out in public, nobody sees what's going on up there. So he's he's Gucci. Everyone sees the top of my head because I'm short, so he's got me there. Well, let me tell you. I don't know if it makes you feel better, but Cody's not tricking anybody about what's up there. Uh, It got me fooled up until I saw that overhead shot on Saturday. (laughs) Even though you don't see the bear out in the woods, you know the bear's in the woods. (laughs) We know what's going on up there, big man. (laughs) Anyway, there's your 15 minutes of heat. 5 o'clock Funky Buddha happy hour is coming up. Remember, Today's a little bit of an abbreviated Hockman and Crowder show because uh, preheat with Solana begins at 545 tonight because it's a seven o'clock heat tip off heat. By the way, six point underdogs tonight in Philadelphia. You will hear that game here on 560 WQAM.